0: Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
1: Strange Things
2: with Joshua P. Warren. I am Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, The Wishing Machine. Around 20 years ago, I bought my first wishing machine. I'd read about them for years in books by people like Charles Casamano or G. Harry Stein based on a controversial technology called radionics that had been around for decades. But these machines, well-crafted, were difficult to find. And one would often cost thousands of dollars. So when I happened upon a man who had uh, made some in California, uh, selling one for $300, I bought it immediately. Now, I bought it, Completely believing that it would not work. Let me repeat that. I bought it believing that it would not work I just thought it would be a fun addition to my collection of weird gadgets and quackery, you know a nice little conversation piece So when I got it, I read the instructions and figured I'd be really clever And so the first thing I did was wish for my three hundred dollars back And then I put the machine aside in a quiet corner of my house and about three days later... I was contacted by the big hotel in my area, the Grove Park Inn Resort and Spa, saying they had a group of professionals, dentists, I think, coming in for a convention and they needed someone to speak about, you know, 45 minutes regarding the history and folklore of my town there, Asheville. So they offered me the job and said it paid, drumroll please, exactly $300. So I was immediately struck by the fact that it was the exact figure for which I had wished. So I became curious really quickly uh, regarding this machine and started doing more experiments. And as you can imagine, my utter uh, amazement kicked in when more and more things that I asked for began to come true and my life began to change. And so... I now, I can tell you, I've used these machines every day. And so here, two decades later, my life really is like some kind of a magical fantasy. I have a wonderful, loving family and friends. I have the means to travel wherever I want to and do whatever I want to. I've been self-employed since I was 18 years old, digging into all the things I love to do and having success. I mean, you can look up my bio on my website. So here are some of my favorite stories. Uh, so, for example, I was fed up with snow in the wintertime living in the mountains of western North Carolina. So one February, I searched online for the term tropical beach and just printed whatever looked good to me. And I put it on the machine and wished for it. You know, just a picture of a tropical beach. Well, less than a week later, a man in Puerto Rico contacted me saying he wanted his haunted property investigated and he would pay me and pay for my trip to come down to Puerto Rico in the warm Caribbean. Well, he did not have to twist my arm. And while on that trip, I met a real estate agent who showed me a condo right on the beach in Raton, Puerto Rico. I fell in love with the place. We worked out the financial stuff, and I came back to Asheville and told my wife Lauren to quit her job. We were moving to Puerto Rico. And as I was packing, I looked at the machine and saw the picture, and I thought, man, this stuff really does work. And then I got even more curious. I got on my computer and found that picture again. You know, I I searched for it again, and are you ready? This this is the real kicker. It was a picture of the Ron Beach in Puerto Rico, the one right outside my condo. So I didn't even know what beach it was when I found this random pick on the net. But the universe knew and matched me up with that exact beach. Can you believe that? Here's one more I love. Uh, while I was living in Puerto Rico, a Canadian man contacted me, and he had just bought a wishing machine, and uh, he said that he goes metal detecting for fun, and he wished on the machine to find something made of gold with diamonds. Well, it turns out he wasn't even able to go metal detecting the day he had planned, but regardless, he was walking down the street in his town. He looked down and just found... A gold bracelet with diamonds. And so I read his email and I thought, hey, I'm going to try that. (laughs) So I did the same thing. I got a machine. I wished for something gold with diamonds. And then, frankly, I kind of put it aside and forgot about it. A week later, my sister Jessica came to visit us in Puerto Rico for the first time. And I love to snorkel, and I especially like to go to this little, beautiful, secluded place called Gilligan's Island. You take a little dinghy over there. It's about a 10-minute ride, and there's nothing but a couple of porta-potties, no stores or snack shacks. It's just a secluded little island surrounded by warm water that's as clear as a window and shines like turquoise. I'm telling you, it's like a little paradise. So this was on a Monday. And there was almost no one else there except the three of us. And at one point, I walked off of the beach and sat down on the seabed with the warm water up to my neck, just enjoying life. And um, Lauren, she at some point drifted out and sat next to me. Well, she likes seashells and stuff like that. So often when she's around, I kind of scan the sand. To see if I can find something cool. So I wasn't even looking, you know. I just had my fingers down there filling around in the sand around me. And suddenly, you know what I plucked right out of the water? A men's 14-carat gold ring with nine diamonds. Shining like the sun. And Lauren goes, what the? At first, I think she thought it was a joke. Well, nope, it's no joke. And guess what? It perfectly fit my ring finger. To this day, I will often wear that as a lucky ring when I go to the casino. Now, I could keep going on and on with personal stories, but now you can understand why that, you know, as I speak, I now have dozens of machines all working on separate wishes at any given time. You know, all at the same time, because you can only use one machine for one wish at a time, but you can use a particular machine over and over forever. So over a decade ago, I produced a webinar about these machines and a man in South Carolina watched that webinar and started making wishing machines. And he came to an event that I did. We met in person and he gave me one of his machines. And it turned out to be the most powerful wishing machine i would ever used. His life had changed so much that he wanted to make these simply and affordably to sort of share them with the world and to help empower everyone. So. Long story short, we work together to create the Wishing Machine Project. The idea is to educate people about this obscure technology, give them access to affordable machines, and then keep track of their results through surveys and forums to see if we can come closer to figuring out how these things work. Nobody really knows for sure. Well, Wishingmachineproject.com has been up and running for years now with hours and hours of free educational content and testimonial from people all over the world wishingmachineproject.com and this man from South Carolina who calls himself Dr. Mulder has handcrafted thousands of these machines now and shipped them all over the globe it's impossible to gauge how many lives have been changed. And that's important to remember. Wishing machines are not necessarily made to help you conquer the entire world. They're primarily made to help you conquer your personal world, your personal experiences. So he calls himself Dr. Mulder because he values his privacy. Very few people even know what he looks like. And he was, of course, a big fan of the X-Files TV show But he's a real guy and a great friend. And I thought it would be a real treat for us to have him on this show. I mean, he's the guy who actually makes these things with his two hands. So when we come back from this first break, you are going to hear my conversation with him. And I'll ask him all the big questions. How do you get more money? How about better relationships? How about better health and all that? But most importantly, his opinion on how these machines work and why these machines work. I think it may have something to do with sympathetic resonance. You know, you put something out there into the universe and it triggers something, it activates something and it makes the universe sort of send it back to you. That's what I'm thinking. This is going to be interesting, trust me. I also want to remind you now, if you enjoy this kind of content, there is one way that I can communicate with you directly, uncensored, anytime I want to. And that's through my free e-newsletter. If you just go to joshuapwarren.com, there's no period after the P, joshuapwarren.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter. There, it takes you two seconds. You'll instantly receive a free digital good luck charm. And I will be making some very interesting announcements through that site soon, but only... If you are a subscriber to the free e-newsletter at joshuapwarren.com, tell all your friends, go there and do that right now. All right, get ready for something cool. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back after this.
3: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes.
5: This is a show about Women.
0: Hey, it's time to head over to coasttocostam.com and check out the Art Bell Vault, a collection of timeless audio. Listen to some of the great interviews with the likes of the late Father Malachi Martin, Dr. Evelyn Paglini, investigative journalist Jim Mars, and more. This is classic audio that you can enjoy at any time, and it's all heard without interruption. New shows are added each week, so find out how to access the Art Bell Vault now by going to coasttocostam.com. That's AM.com. Bye.
6: much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Politi shows on people disappearing in national parks. To visit or subscribe, just go to YouTube and type in Coast to Coast AM Official, or you can simply go to the Coast to Coast AM.com website and click on the YouTube icon at the top. It's the official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. You're gonna love this. Just get on over to Coast to Coast AM.com and start your free listening now.
7: The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It can also expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them. And now back to iHeartRadio and Strange Things.
2: Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. You know, Dr. Mulder, he lives in rural South Carolina, and he really values his privacy, as I mentioned. And to be more specific, his name is Dr. Brad Mulder. But you have to understand something. When you get a reputation for building the world's best wishing machines, well, suddenly the world beats a pathway to your door, and you have people crawling in your windows wanting a wish to be fulfilled and so (laughs) that's why he has to be so protective and i certainly get my taste of that as well uh you have to guard your your personal space and your privacy because hey you know it's people are they are often desperate for solutions and um so hence the name Dr Mulder. But that said I decided I would start my conversation with him with the basics. I asked him, "Dr Mulder, what is a wishing machine?" And here is what he said.
8: Um a wish machine is a it, it can be either a plastic wood or metal uh, box uh for my machines I use wood, but uh, what they do, they have uh, dials on them, which are potentiometers, and a potentiometer is just a variable resistor, and uh, it has an input plate and an output plate, and usually the input plates are uh, are made out of some kind of metal, mostly copper. Uh, the output plate is uh, usually a uh, plastic, uh, square piece of plastic with uh, a coil wrapped underneath that uh, plastic plate and the input plate is where you basically set the items that you're going to try to uh, program a machine with uh for example uh i normally suggest that they have a at least two items uh, something that represents uh, what they're trying to uh, accomplish or uh, what they're wishing for and number two the second item uh, would be the, the actual thing that represents the target and for example uh, Joe Blow wants more money I would suggest basic uh, samples or basic items that you would put on the input plate would be something that represents money uh, which could be a dollar bill for example or one of the sigils that they can find on your website uh, Joshua P. Warren Dot com uh, you know that you've created the I think it was the money schedule, for example they can use that and then something that represents the target which is usually themselves uh, it could be a picture a signature uh, a strand of hair doesn't make any difference put these two items on the copper input plate And then you're going to do a form of dousing, uh, which is basically uh, taking your finger and going across the plastic plate as you turn a dial. And I think we have plenty of videos uh, showing how to do this procedure. And as you uh, run your finger across the dial, initially it's going to be uh, smooth or slick. But as you turn the dial, uh, when you get to the right position, your finger is going to start to drag. And we call that a stick. And when your finger drags, that means that you have turned that dial uh or that knob to the uh, right position and once you do that you go to the next dial and for my machines there are usually nine knobs or nine dials uh per machine and you just go through the series of of uh of uh dials and then once you tune all nine of these dials or knobs uh then you just basically take the item that represents the target only and you put that on the plastic plate and you leave the item that represents what you're trying to accomplish on the input plate and after you do this just let it uh, sit and uh, take care or let it do its job and then um, miraculously or magically uh, things will start to happen that will uh, things will alter your reality to make uh, whatever this the intent of yours uh, become a part of your reality.
2: And, of course, the million-dollar question, how does this make a wish come true?
8: Um, you know, I think you and I have had a lot of private dis- uh, discussions about this, and I think probably, what, you know, my guess is as good as yours or good as anybody else's. But uh, I'll, I'll, I've told the story many times where I always wondered how the heck do these things work. And so I made a special machine, uh in order to uh, answer that very question for me, and uh, and so uh, after I set the machine uh, for to find out the uh, answer to how does a uh, radiance device works, uh, within two weeks I saw a video on YouTube, and it was about the double slit experiment, and what that uh, experiment experiment was showing was that when matter is not observed or measured basically behaves like energy it really doesn't behave like matter at all but when it is observed or measured it goes back to behaving like matter so what that means is that i think my my hypothesis is that these machines are basically uh observers and uh once you do uh, tune these machines uh you know to the proper uh position or what have you for a particular intent uh this machine will work 24 7 and project it your consciousness into reality and will uh take matter and or take reality and form it or shape it or, or direct it toward whatever whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish and i think of uh, that's a long way of saying that uh you know these machines are kind of working uh, uh in a, uh, a quantum uh, way. And uh, it's just taking human consciousness and projecting it directly into reality in a more efficient and uh, deliberate manner.
2: If these machines allow a wisher to take advantage of the observer effect, as exemplified by the double slit experiment, what do you think it is about the design of these machines that allows that interface to to succeed
8: well in my machines i use uh usually nine crystals and these crystals i think uh as they people discovered uh they're used uh, in electronics uh, for memory storage and that kind of a thing and i think what you're doing is uh the way the crystals are set up in the circuit as you dial or as you tune the machine you're projecting your intent into these crystals and these crystals are sort of a storage bank or a memory bank and they are uh, they hold that intent, that, that psychic energy that you're projecting into the machine, and I think uh, that is, or basically a part of your consciousness is locked up into the device as you tune it, and I think that may be how uh, these things are working. That's just a purely, that's just my, uh, it's just, again, my my uh, my guess here, and uh, it could be as good as anybody else's.
2: When I got my first wishing machine, I wished for something personal you know something that would benefit me that would prove to me that there was something to this and i i imagine everybody does that you get your wishing machine you say well here's my wish uh okay I mean, was there a personal wish that you uh you put out there in the beginning
8: uh yes uh it was to improve my golf swing <laughs> that was it i wanted to learn uh when i first started uh uh, getting into radionics, that was, uh, I think I was, I started playing golf for about a year or two years and I never really got the hang of it. And, uh, after I tuned the machine for me to basically, uh, learn how to swing a golf club properly for whatever reason, you know, one day I, you know, I was just, uh, you know, chunking the golf ball, you know, really wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And then the next day it was like complete magic. Uh, I, I had a, uh, uh, the uh, assistant manager of the golf cl- uh, club that I was going to went out there, gave me a couple lessons for about 5 or 10 minutes, showed me what I was doing wrong. I went ahead and hit a few golf balls and it amazed me that they actually, uh, you know, it was, it was night and day. They were actually, you know, going straight down the fairway and uh, after that uh it's just like night and day. Uh, within 20, I would say less than a week after setting the machine, uh, I was able to finally learn how to properly hit a golf club or swing a golf club
2: what made you decide to devote your life to creating these things and sharing them with the world
8: um first of all uh these machines are very expensive Uh, if you were to look on the internet you'll find that they cost thousands of dollars and at the time i didn't have that kind of money to spend and uh i think uh, when i was really Uh, heavily introduced it into the subject was a webinar that you had put on a hell it must have been 12 13 years ago now uh where you were talking about the wishing machine and you brought up a gentleman who's now a a good friend of ours uh charles casimano and he wrote a book uh called elementary psionics and inside that book were plans to bait to make a basic machine again it's nothing as sophisticated as what i build but it was just a basic machine and i went ahead and built that machine within 24 hours after your webinar and after that i you know when i started seeing things actually uh, manifesting with the machine and doing a couple little uh, experiments here and there i realized there was something to this and i just got the bug what can i say and i started building uh, prototypes and what have you and i think uh, when i you and i first met in person i I even uh, gave you a few of these machines, a few of these prototypes as gifts, and um, you know. And then you and I started uh, collaborating on a couple of projects, and that's when it just really kind of took off. And we decided that we were going to go ahead and uh, start selling these things uh, to the general public and introducing this technology to the general public. And I, I guess the. The best way of saying it is it's just it's just for whatever reason it just took it just uh, I got the bug uh to do this stuff to do to start building these machines and uh the rest is history.
2: Okay we're going to take a little break here and hey you know when somebody says how do these things work the short simple answer is nobody really knows but we're trying to find out that's the whole purpose of the wishing machine project It's the first project ever of its kind to keep track of these results. And so when we come back, of course, I will get into some of the more specific things. What does a person do if he or she wants to wish for more money? How about gambling? How about personal wellness? How about romance? What's your opinion on all those things? I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. You're going to like this.
7: Don't go anywhere. There's more Joshua P. Warren and strange things coming right up.
3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I
4: don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes.
5: This is a show about women.
7: Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit RedCross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS.
0: Hi, this is George Norrie, and you're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
2: Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And I understand it's one thing for you to sit there and listen to me tell about my experiences or to listen to, you know, somebody else tell about an experience, but... It, it kind of really boils down to that very understandable human phenomenon like you need to experience something to believe it. In many cases, it's like when it comes to paranormal stuff, people say, well, maybe you saw a ghost. Maybe you saw a UFO. I got to see it to believe it. And then once that person sees it, well, now they just become another one of those people <laughs> that everybody who hasn't seen it says, yeah, well, that's your story. So anyway, you do really have to experiment for yourself with these things in order to um, to figure out, you know, how much weight you place in all this. And so in his case, as a guy who became so inspired to start producing these things and sending them all over the world, I asked him, you know, basically to tell us what is his proof for him, you know, that these wishing machines work. And here's what he said. So let's get into some of those experiences that have proven to you and and prove again and again. Mm -hmm. Customer testimonials, various feedback. What are some of your favorite success stories?
8: I mean, I've worked on various things with people you know uh real estate uh, you know they had a house they couldn't sell and i would uh, tune a machine for uh for the house to sell and in a matter of a couple of months of good or a couple of weeks they would get an offer uh you know that kind of thing i mean it just goes you know whether it's relationships financial is it, you know the, the again it's just it just runs all over the place it, you know it's just it could be a million different things, a million a million different areas.
2: Some people are afraid of wish oriented technology because they think, oh boy, there's gonna be some kind of a, a wicked price to pay here, you know. They they they've heard the leprechaun stories or or I often talk about the monkey's paw where the guy makes a wish and it comes true, but bad things happen in order to make that come true. So we have this sort of legacy of Uh, fearful storytelling uh, and if somebody is worried about using these things, that it's it's dangerous to try to manifest something, what do you say to that person?
8: Uh, Well I've I've questioned whether or not karma is real, to be honest with you. Number one, but uh, number two, just you know, what's in your heart? I mean, are you trying to accomplish a good thing? Uh, something that if uh, if you're able to make a certain amount of money that you know pr- provides you with security and what have you, will that not make you more of a uh, uh, more Uh, efficient when it comes to trying to help other people because you know if you have no money how can you help somebody else uh, make money or give or give a few dollars or whatever to a charity if you have no money to give how can you help and and that's how i feel and i i really don't see the karma to it again you know what's in your heart when you uh dial a machine I mean, how? What is your intent? Is it to uh, to take from somebody in order for you to personally gain, or is it to produce uh, a product or a service that is a benefit to them, and in return you make money because you're providing them with a quality hot, uh, product or service? I mean, you know, that's the way I look at this, and I don't really see uh, a negative to it. I, yes, if if you're going out there just to just to be a jerk and to try to cause trouble and havoc, but with innocent people, uh, I would say eventually it's going to turn around and bite you.
2: On our website, wishingmachineproject.com, there is a Frequently Asked Questions section. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's in red there. It's it's a little small. Maybe we should make it bigger. But uh, I'd like to go through and address some of the things that people often ask about. And uh, right off the bat, can I wish for money? What's the uh, the response to that?
8: Uh, well, 80% of the people that purchase these machines, that's exactly what they do. Anything, certain something financial, whether it's money, a uh, better job, what have you, but it's usually just money related. And yes, you can. And uh, we go through, um, I think I go through a step-by-step uh, in the instructions, which I, if I, memory serves, you also offer that to the public, uh, the, the instructions as to how to set up a machine uh, for anything money-based. But whenever but my advice to people is uh i think the example we use uh is a car repair instead of wishing for the money for the car repair i uh, wish for the car repair to be easily paid uh, these are two different things you know one you're wishing for the the actual cash itself and another thing you're wishing for the for the car bill to be paid i mean they're both going to accomplish the same thing except for whatever reason it seems to work better uh when you go directly for the thing that you're trying to wish for instead of for the money to buy that thing
2: and of course let's talk about gambling how does gambling apply to this
8: All right. Uh, You'd be surprised how many people have uh, bought these machines and they say, oh, I want to win the lottery. Well, everybody wants to win the lottery, but here's the thing, and I always try to uh, bring this point home with them uh, that uh, when – when you're out there and you're you purchase a lottery ticket and for the Powerball, for example, you have a millions of people out there who are wanting the same thing and they want it as strongly as you do. Their intent is as strong as yours, if not more. You know they've gone. Uh, you know they got their lucky charm. They're saying their prayer. They're burning candles. Uh, they may even have a wishing machine themselves. Themselves and they're tuning that machine for them to win the Powerball. Well, you're dealing with all these other intents all these other consciousnesses uh, to try to accomplish the same goal. And uh, it, I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, it will. Will the machine increase your odds of winning? Well, of course it will. Will it guarantee a win? Uh, not so much. My suggestion is to go to a casino, for example, and uh, man. Uh, go to a machine and just start playing the machine uh, and that way you're not dealing with other people, you're not, <clears throat> you're not dealing with other people's intent, and you're just working on uh, concentrating one-on-one with a machine in order to win. And I think uh, even you, from your own experience, you're more of a gambler than I am. Um, have you not had great success using these machines and gambling?
2: I certainly have. And as a matter of fact, we actually do get emails from time to time from people who do hit the lottery. Uh, using a wishing machine. There was a guy, oh, I don't know, a couple years ago, he emailed me and he said that he was like $600,000 in debt and had no idea how he could ever dig himself out of it. And uh, he used the wishing machine and he hit the lotto and he, he said, you know, he got out of debt, and he got a lot more uh, on top of it. So, it, you know, that, yeah. but but we don't want uh, people to have false hopes, uh, as you were saying. But I think that's great because it's it's like um, you know when there's a big ball game like the Super Bowl. Well, there are only two possible outcomes to that, and everybody's focused on one or the other, fifty fifty. And uh, so, you're better off if instead of um, you know taking that kind of risk. You go to, like you said, a casino or some place where everybody's attention is divided, and mm-hmm. and you you're not directly competing head on head, uh, or head to head, uh, with with everybody else who's in the building. You know. Mhm.
8: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: Now, unfortunately, health is not a topic that you and i can get into because neither one of us Correct. are physicians and and people ask all the time about whether or not these machines can um can benefit them in that way and you know so we always just tell people look go go online and research what other people have experienced but uh do you have any further comments on that
8: Well, that's exactly what I do. Whenever somebody asks me uh, about health issues, I always tell them, you know, uh, my standard answer is, you know, due to the laws of this country, I cannot offer any kind of health advice. Uh, But, you know, if you were to Google uh, health and radionics, you know, there's a ton of information out there.
2: Another big topic people ask about is romance. Can I use one of these to help me find a romantic partner? How do you feel about that?
8: Uh, Yes, I believe you can. And it's real simple to do. Uh, I always, uh, you know, when people ask me about this, I basically just tell them, you know, kind of write down a checklist of, of what it is, the attributes you're looking for in a romantic partner. Okay, Um, and and write this you know on a piece of paper. Kind of visualize what you're looking for. Maybe have a a picture of a of a celebrity or 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 somebody that has, you know, that looks kind of like what you're looking for. Uh, Put that in the mix also. Um, I'd never suggest that you go after one particular person. If you have a crush on somebody, do not set up a machine. Uh, Yeah, sure it can happen, but I'm just telling you, you know, you know. Be careful what you wish for because you may get it. But what I will always tell them is, you know, kind of come up with the attributes that you're looking for, uh, and then, uh, then set the machine uh, to find the best person for you. And uh, then once you do this, uh, you know, have a have a, something that represents you as the target. Uh, you know, a. a, a a picture of a general uh, or a, uh, a list of the, again, of the things you're looking for in a mate, uh, put these on the input plate, tune the machine for the best partner for you or the best romantic partner for you. After you tune the machine, take the thing that represents you only put that on the uh, white plastic output plate, leave the other items on the input plate and let the machine do its job.
2: When we come back from this break, I am going to, Give him the floor and, and and say, Hey, what final wisdom do you want to leave everybody here with? And, uh, you might be kind of surprised what he has to say. I don't know, but also I would like to read some emails that I received that are pretty exciting. Uh, I'm. Definitely going to play the good fortune tone for you again, and you'll see why when when you hear one of these emails, and I might even have time to squeeze in a ghost story that was sent to me by a listener who is also a friend, and he he brings up a pretty thought-provoking point, so uh, hopefully I can squeeze all that in. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to the show called Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The final segment coming up right after this.
6: Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The Wizard of Weird will be right back.
3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes.
5: This is a show about women.
7: Are you looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in ufos ghosts bigfoot conspiracy theories and the paranormal well look no further than paranormaldate.com the unique site for like-minded people if you like the senior crowd try paranormaldate.com seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus it all depends on what you prefer paranormaldate.com is great for everyone you can also tap into members that are 60 plus at paranormaldate.com slash seniors enjoy your search and have some fun at paranormaldate.com You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network with the best shows that explore the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. You can enjoy all shows on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
2: to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I asked Dr. Mulder, in summary, what does he want you to know right now? What does he want you to take away from this? Well, here you go. Uh, the floor is yours.
8: Uh, yes. Uh, first off, uh, I suggest, you know, a good start. Uh, if you want to see some of the videos that uh, Josh has put out, and there's a ton of material, as he said earlier, on uh, wishingmachineproject.com, uh, go there. And also, if you want to, uh, you know, hear more of a uh just hear me discussing, you know, basically just in a uh, one-on-one atmosphere about uh, these subjects, uh, the uh, Dr. Liz and Mulder show on uh, YouTube. Uh, But, you know, the main thing I want people to know is, you know, a lot of... The, the side effect of this technology I've noticed is it, it kind of it gives people their power back. I've noticed that you know a lot of people have this uh, victim mentality where they think, oh, I'll never be able to change my fate or or change the direction of my life. I'm stuck with what you know what I'm doing. Uh, you know the man has control, uh, quote unquote, and I can't do anything about it. Well, th- this technology will give you your power back you will be able to accomplish things you never thought were possible um i mean i've been doing this stuff for over 12 years i would have never met the people that i know i never would have uh had the financial stability that i've been able to accomplish by doing these uh building these machines and you know going in certain business ventures that were completely non-radionic related um and uh you know, it's just been one heck of an adventure for me, and that's just me, and, I'm, and again, I'm just, uh, I'm just a regular person who, who decided that he wanted to build machines, and, uh, and because of that, my life has been changed forever, and it's because of radionics, and, uh, and if I can do it, I know anybody else can.
2: So there you have it. Thank you, my friend, Dr. Mulder, for coming on the show. And look, even if you have heard of the Wishing Machine before, maybe it's time for you to refresh yourself. All you have to do is visit wishingmachineproject.com to enjoy all the free info. Click all the headings there, workshops, testimonials, news. And even if you don't plan on buying anything, you know, you will learn stuff that may trigger a little spark in your brain and give you a great idea. And that is what life is really all about learning. Okay. So let's move on to some listener feedback now. This one just came in and, and, uh, I especially like it. It's from, it's from a lady in Pennsylvania and I have her name and I have where she lives and all that. But I just decided, I mean, she, she kind of talks about some personal stuff here. So I decided I didn't want to give out much more than just saying she's a lady in Pennsylvania, but here's what she wrote. Hello, Joshua. I am so happy that I found this podcast. I listen to coast to coast AM and I'm in love with it. You are so knowledgeable. I enjoy listening to all your stories. I am so integrated with the good luck tone when I hear it. I feel it like a small beating of wings running up and down my body like fairies are preparing me to receive luck. (laughs) Wow. What a description, huh? She goes on to say much. Did I receive my daughter who is not a believer in? Well, anything anymore has a very poor outlook on everything. She always expects the worst. She lost her job in July signed up for unemployment right away. She was uh, approved, and we never really did find out exactly why, but she did not receive any unemployment benefit. We even had two state senators making inquiries about it. She kept checking her account. It said she was approved, but no money. So I listened to your first few podcasts. You played the good fortune tone a couple times. I received my stimulus check. I was very happy to get it. Wasn't expecting it. And after the first of January, she checked again, not expecting to find anything different. Well, there was $11,000. Many exclamation points. Could not believe it. My daughter is a single mom. And with COVID and losing her job, she is in a very dark place. So not having a job and no money has not helped. She's been in a deep depression and I'm hoping this won't last too long for her. Call it what you will, but I'm very happy and grateful for the good fortune tone. Thank you, Joshua. That tone has helped me in a very big way. And I will replay those episodes with the tone and definitely keep listening. Many, many thank yous. And again, that's from a lady in Pennsylvania. See, this is, this is what keeps me going, getting wonderful messages like that. How about this one? This is one that came in from, I'll just say, well, I'll give her first name. This is from a lady uh, named, uh, actually, well, let me tell you the subject line. The subject line is Prayer Board Incredible Testimony. Now, prayer boards are one of the products that I occasionally make. They're often sold out, um, but I'll do a batch once in a while if I can, and, and, and you'll find them on my website, JoshuaPWarren.com. Uh, she wrote me this uh, subject line, Prayer Board Incredible Testimony says, Joshua, I received your board as a gift from my dad when I told him I was starting Reiki classes because I could suddenly feel energy. At that time, I wasn't sure how it was related. He just said that he felt like he needed to buy it. I put my hands on the board and didn't feel anything, but I did try meditating on what I might manifest a couple of times, but it stayed mainly in its bag. Well, fast forward a few months. I was visiting a friend at a crystal store. He put a huge Himalayan crystal in my hand to hold while I talked to him in the store. My hands were tingly and my heart felt a deep pulsing. So I decided to buy that crystal and use it in my Reiki sessions. It was the first stone I ever really felt in my body. One time I met a few friends to do a Reiki share and I brought my prayer board. This was early December. I asked them if they'd ever seen one before, and they all said no. They all tried it, and one of my friends said she could fill a charge. Well, I felt it too, and it was very faint, and I suggested we take off the small quartz crystal that was on there and replace it with this Himalayan one that I had. So she removed it and put on the larger crystal, and it hit me like a wave of electricity. It was a strong pulsing throughout my whole body. We all passed it around and felt the same thing. Fast forward, I started putting other stones on your board, and I realized I could feel a blooming sensation where the chakras are at that particular stone, the ones they were meant to activate. Once using a stone with the board, I could feel the stones then without the board, and so it opened a channel for me that I didn't have before. Since discovering this, I've introduced at least a dozen friends to Stone Energy who couldn't feel it without your board. It's even been quite emotional for those who have always loved stones, but didn't know if they believed in stone energy. We have even played guessing games for which chakra is activating with different types of crystals, and we're 90% correct. This has helped people fill their chakras when they didn't even believe in the energy before. So I thought this was important for you to know, because where this started As a prayer board that sat on my dresser, it's become the best gateway to feeling energy that I've ever come across for people who could never feel it before. And once the board opens that block, it remains open and has been incredible for myself and my friends. I personally think that when it's used for this reason, it serves a much larger purpose for the awakening of those who come in contact with it. I hope this has been helpful. Feel free to contact me. And again, that's from Hillary in Washington State. She gave me her phone number and all that kind of stuff. Isn't that a cool thing to receive? And again, uh, the prayer boards are often not even available. But if they are, you know, you'll find them at the Curiosity Shop at JoshuaPWarren.com. Uh, before I play the good fortune tone, and thank you very much, Hillary. I really appreciate that. Uh, okay, I think I could barely squeeze in this story. So I have a friend. His name is Randy. I've known him for years, and he's a big uh, fan, and he listens to all the stuff that in all the shows. And he contacted me. And he said that he had a friend that recently died and she was one of those people who was really open to interesting experiences and he had a feeling and everybody told him that she might come back and start trying to contact him, you know? And, uh, well, it turns out that not too long after that, the smoke alarms in his house began chirping one day, like the battery was running down. But, They would only chirp for a little while, and then they were fine again. And he wondered, is it possible she's coming around and draining the energy from the smoke alarms in order to try to communicate with me? Well, look, I'll get into that more on another show, but the short answer is yes. Ghosts often apparently do drain energy from your house in order to manifest. All right, here we go. This is the Good Luck Tone. That's it. For this edition of the show, follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit com to sign up for my free e newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop, all at com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
0: Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.